Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? You might have had a friend who took advantage of you, an abusive partner, parents who put way too much pressure on you, just to name a few. If so, you may be able to relate to George Orwell's book, Animal Farm. Animal Farm is originally about the Russian Revolution that happened over a hundred years ago. But people have begun to speculate and question whether or not the only purpose of the book is to educate and teach him about the Russian Revolution. For example, one of the main ideas that was brought up was to encourage people to stand up for themselves and not let others manipulate and take advantage of them. This is the idea that I want to discuss. In the beginning of Animal Farm, the animals started off as equals. They were all working under Jones, who was a farm owner at the time. The animals had a single leader, Old Major. Old Major was respected by basically every animal on the farm. He was wise, and everybody wanted to listen to what he said. But when Old Major passed away, the animals accidentally started a revolution by barging into the human's house and chasing them away. Once the farm was forcefully handed over to the animals, they needed somebody to lead them, kind of like a government. The pigs were chosen unanimously since they were the most intelligent animals who could both read and write. But there were two pigs who have fought for the spotlight, Snowball and Napoleon. Snowball was more outgoing and was more open to ideas from the others than Napoleon was. Snowball had brought up an idea to build a windmill, claiming it could benefit the farm. The two pigs had gotten into arguments often, so it was really no surprise that Napoleon had objected to that idea. Napoleon went over to the blueprint of the windmill and peed all over it. But it all escalated when Napoleon brought in a few puppies and ordered them to chase Snowball out of the farm. This was when the farm became more of a monarchy, where Napoleon and the pigs got special treatment. And Napoleon was treated more like a king than a comrade. The special treatment that the pigs got were not doing any of the physical labor and getting away with it, and sleeping on beds, which was actually going against the rules of the farm that were established in the beginning. But because the pigs were smart, they managed to come up with excuses. Also, taking advantage of the fact that most of the other animals couldn't read. The pigs reasoned that they were allowed to sleep in beds as long as they didn't use sheets or cupboards. After Snowball's leave, Napoleon and the pigs somehow managed to convince the animals that the windmill was Napoleon's ideal along and Snowball was the one who had tried to steal it. This instance is proof of how much influence the pigs have over the animals, and how they can modify their memories and beliefs to their advantage. Then, the animals began the building of the windmill. After months of hard work, the windmill was almost complete. But then, there was a big storm overnight. And when they woke up the next day, 
they found the windmill collapsed and in ruins. Napoleon walked out, and after surveying the scene, he claimed that Snowball was the root cause of the destruction. The animals were skeptical at first, but because Napoleon seemed so certain, the animals began to fall for it. When winter came, the food became more scarce. While the animals had their food rations cut, even though they did all of the work, the pigs seemed to get fatter and fatter. Orwell himself had even included, Squirrelo was so fat that he could with difficulty see out of his eyes. Orwell, Chapter 10 The animals had finally realized something was wrong when they saw the pigs seated around the dining table having a feast with humans who they had supposedly despised while eating and acting like humans. But unfortunately, they realized it too late. These events that I brought up showed how much control the pigs had over the other animals. They distorted their views on humans and their memories of their lives during Jones's reign, making them believe that anything would be better than having Jones back, even though I feel like their lives were much fairer back then. All of the animals, including the pigs, were doing the same amount of work, and they all had equal food rations. And they didn't have a group of animals who went behind their backs to interact with the species they hated. Yay! You may be wondering how Animal Farm connects to our lives today. Well, to explain that, the animals in the book didn't stand up to the pigs, even though there were multiple instances where they were either suspicious or hesitant about the pigs and their ideas. Like how after Snowball was kicked out, Napoleon held public executions where animals came out and owned up to their betrayal, and the pigs would execute them in front of everybody. This was also going against the rules that were made in the beginning. The rule had said that animals were not allowed to kill other animals, and because the pigs did, this made the animals a little suspicious. But the pigs had managed to calm them down again by saying that they were allowed to kill, or rather execute them, as long as they had valid proof and reasoning. The animals didn't have enough confidence in themselves or their suspicions. And so they believed the pigs because they believed that they were better than them because they were more intelligent. If the animals had somebody to convince them to stand up to the pigs, they probably would have been in a better place and would have been on the same level as the pigs. The pigs wouldn't have been able to take advantage of them and they wouldn't feel like the pigs were a group of animals that deserved a bunch of power over them. This is like how there are people who don't stand up to people who hurt and bully them, even though they know that they're being treated unfairly because their beliefs are so modified to the point 
where they themselves believe that they are inferior to them. People of color are being treated unfairly and are most often in a more disadvantaged position, even if the other party doesn't realize it. There are also people who don't believe that systemic racism still exists among us today. This can lead to them be disrespectful or offensive to somebody or a group of people because of their ignorance. Learning about the things that can be offensive and educating yourself about topics that are sensitive can make you be more respectful and maybe more respected. Yay! Systemic racism is also a good real-life example. Using the data from an article by Race Forward, the median wealth for a single white woman has been measured at $41,000, while for a Hispanic woman, it was $140, and for black women, $120. Race Forward, what is systemic racism in videos? If we think about the white family as the pigs, and the black and Hispanic family as the other animals, we can use Orwell's message and apply it here. People of color are getting paid a significantly less amount than what white people are getting paid. There may be people who have been gaslighted into thinking that this issue isn't as big and as important as it really is. There also may be people who don't have enough courage to speak up and defend themselves, and or others who may be on the receiving end of this. Orwell's message may be able to motivate people in this situation, help them build up the strength to fight for themselves, and hopefully others as well. There are also individuals who are victims of racism, where somebody thinks they can be potentially dangerous primarily because of their appearance and or race. As an article addressing racial profiling stated, in just the past month, a golf course owner called police on black women because they were playing too slowly. A mom called the police because two Native American students made her quote-unquote nervous. And a white student at Yale called the police because a black student was nappy in a dorm building. CNN, this is why everyday racial profiling is so dangerous. If we use real-life situations to prove this, there have been multiple events where a person of color was mistreated because another person of a different race felt quote-unquote threatened or superior to them. Even though there have been multiple people who have spoken out and talked about the racism towards themselves and other communities who are being discriminated against, many of them have been silenced and shut down. A number of them didn't have the courage to speak up again in fear of getting targeted and or made fun of. George Orwell's message would have impacted so many people. People who don't have the courage to speak up at all. People who have lost their will to fight. People who have given up on hoping that their pain will ever end. Orwell would tell them not to give up not to let the people who hurt them walk away and leave them behind.